and welcome to Steve and Rollins Beer Podcast. Number 159. Do you know anything interesting about 159, Steve? Would you like to know an interesting fact about number, number 159? <laughs> on the Friday the 9th of December 2005, the Routemaster bus on the 159 to Brixton Road was retired and they had a bendy bus instead. Wow. Good news though! Yes. The Root Master's back! Wow. The new design Root Master. How exciting is that? Good for Brixton Road and good for us. I'd see a definite transport theme to your facts. I like transport things. Like, <laughs> the thing with numbers is that they're really good for transporty things because they're all numbers. <laughs> Route 159, you know, the Sprinter 156, <laughs> that classic fact that we shared, you know, the good times. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Things will look back on and smile. Indeed. <laughs> and would you like to give a shout out to somebody I know who listens to us? We have oh. two Swedish listeners. We have two Swedish listeners? Yeah. Recommended by <laughs> someone to somebody. I, I don't know whether they're still listening. But should we say, hello Swedish listener. Hello Swedish listener. We're international. Wow. I've doubled on our listenership. Oh, Amazing. I actually looked at the stats this weekend. Yeah. You'd be quite surprised how many people listen to us talk a load of rubbish. I'm impressed. I was looking at the numbers going, really? Wow. It looks big on the computer. Mm. No, they're, they're bigger than 159, <laughs> let me tell you that, young glue. Bigger than 159. So yeah, we actually have people who listen to us. Oh, good. Well, thank you for listening. I'm not quite sure why, but thank you. Mm. Yeah, well, who wouldn't listen? I mean, it's, you know, just full of topical <laughs> interestingness. Oh, oh. Wait a minute, I hear that. Hang on, let me see if I can pick this up this time. Hello? Can we get on with drinking beer? Okay, thank you. That was the craft phone message. Clunk. Phones don't go clunk anymore, do they? No, they're unsatisfying, isn't it? They're very unsatisfying. I like to slam that phone down. <laughs> Even when he doesn't need it. Still not talking about beer. No. So this week's beer is from one of our... Well, I think if I say it's from one of our favourite breweries, would that be correct? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair to say. Well, it's a consistently... Really good brewery. Really, really good beer. Um, grown a lot, and I'm sure you're going to tell us about that in your yeah, research. No, absolutely not. But um, I'm a big fan of everything yeah. that they do. I really, really love some of their beers. Um, uh, and they're northern. And they we, are we northern. Like a northern brewery. And we've also been to this brewery. You haven't I've been never this made it to this brewery. I've been to this brewery, yeah. Roland. Let me tell you about the time. <laughs> oh, so much fun was had. <laughs> Oh, we sat there and we drank I, beer. And, and, and nobody's reminded me about the fact that I haven't made it there yet. Um, no, and if you are up that way, I would wholeheartedly recommend you do visit it. Uh, this it's is Magic Rock, we should actually say, yeah. Magic Rock. Uh, and at last, 158 previous episodes, me and Roland are going to share a salty kiss together. Oh, it's a dream come true for me. Yeah. A salty <laughs> kiss. Um, this beer I have drunk a number of times. I have bought a number of yep. times whenever I see it I buy it and one thing I really love about it is it's branding yeah it's great I love um, their branding um, I think it's cool um, I think it's fun I think it gets across what the brewery is um, yeah, I think they, they manage that thing with the cans of it's kind of fun and it's bright and it's recognisable but it also looks classy at the same time yes. it doesn't just descend into total kiddified pop Type look to exactly. It. I mean, the danger of doing cartoony kind of things on a tin, 
is that you can just go down the childish route, as you yeah. say. And I think this has some class to it as well. I love the design. I love the way that the, the the name and what it is and everything is kind of put together on the front. I'm a massive fan of this yeah. game. I really think that this, they do this, this really is well. branding that I really appeals to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Very smart. Really good. Um, this is, in fact, my not my first time doing Sh- an online review of Salty Kiss. Oh. This is actually the beer that we reviewed. You shared a salty kiss with somebody else, Roland. There was quite a few of them. Oh, Roland. <laughs> you ho, you. This is the beer that we reviewed for Beer Nation mm-hmm. last year with down in London. And it was very tasty then. We all enjoyed it. What have I said to you? Going to <laughs> London and sharing salty kisses with strange men. I've told you no. It wasn't just strange no, men. There was no, a strange no. woman as well. It... <laughs> oh, you shared a salty kiss? <laughs> and does your wife know about this? I'm sure they'll be very forgiving. Um, um, tell us about the brewery, go on. Tell us about, I'm not actually going to tell you about the brewery that much um, because we've talked about Magic Rock before. They have grown a lot recently, um, but I think one of the noteworthy things about them is that they've managed to remain very consistent as they've, yes. they've grown. Really thought about that quality. Yeah. Um, this is... So Salty Kiss was first brewed in 2013 and it was brewed as a collaboration with Anders Kismayr who is one of the kind of pioneers of the Danish craft beer thing. He started out working at Carlsberg yeah. and then saw what was happening in the US and decided to do that kind of thing and now travels the world doing collaborative brewing and wow. that kind of stuff. Um, it's a Gerza. So Gerzas originate in Goslar in Germany. Yeah. They were kind of they're traditionally 50% malted wheat at least. Mm-hmm. They then ferment with yeast, but also lactic bacteria, so you end up with that sour flavour. They've got hops. They sometimes have coriander. Um, Gosler was the, where they were kind of famous for, and the reason they had that, they also had that salt flavour, is because the river River Goza that flows through Gosler was a very salty river. It was, there's a lot of mineral deposits, so you had that salt flavour that was in the water already when they started brewing with it. Um, Gosler, however, got a little bit less important um, as the as cities do over time, and Leipzig became the the place that it, kind of Gerza was really associated with. It was brewed there up until the nineteen fifties uh, under communist rule. It did not do well brewing, and and that was the last brew there was of it. In around the around about two thousand, the new brewery started opening up and started to re rediscover of their heritage yeah. and the brewing and it started to make a bit of a comeback then um, and now like this was probably the, one of the first gozers I'd ever had but we do see quite a lot of people these days doing doing it it's a style I like very much mm. um, I do I do love a good sour um, I do like that they're fairly light this is 4.1% yeah. um, you know it's scarily 4.4% has become my session beer level <laughs> it's slowly creeping up um but I'm a massive fan of the yeah. gazettes. They're just they they are delicious um, if they're done well. Um, yeah. There's plenty of cock ups with them as well. There is, yeah. Um, this, this one's done. So with the fruitiness is it is gooseberries? It, yeah. Um, is it added gooseberry or is what is it? Is it they add they add gooseberry. They also add sea buckthorn and rose hips apparently, or at least in the original. Yeah, there's no iteration. rose hips in this one. It's sea buckthorn and gooseberry and ah, salt. Okay. So, so it's evolved a little bit since 2013. Yeah. Um, it's surprising that the rose hips are out of it because it does have a very floral rose hip kind of flavour to it. Um, mm. So that's um, yeah, that's yeah, kind of that's a, actual 
the hops a little bit. Yeah. It's not a massively hoppy thing. It's, it, no, it's, it's very delicately hoppy. You know they're there, but they're not like dominant in any way, are they? And it's not massively sour. It's not massively anything. It's 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 just really balanced to all of those different bits. It's a nice, easy drinking beer for me. I think it's just um, yeah. I, I'm I'm I loved I love my first salty kiss, um, and I'm loving my many later salty kiss. Still something you uh, go back for. Yeah, it, it is. It's one I've whenever I see it in a bottle shop um, or in a can shop. I guess you should say. Um, I I will snap it up if I see it on draft. I will yeah. snap it up. It really is one of my up there beers. Yeah. It really is like, yeah, my one of my. And it's one of those ones that I, it's, I, I think, salty and sour, is not something I would have jumped at. Someone said, "What should we make with this sour?" Oh, let's make it salty, but it works phenomenally well. It does. It does. I think I'm ready to go with my tin top rating. Mm. Um, fantastically brewed. One of my favourite breweries. One of my favourite beers from said brewery. Um, I love this beer. I actively seek it out. I would nothing has changed my mind from drinking it today. Nine and a half. Yeah, um, broadly in agreement here. I think it's a a really consistent brewery, which do a really consistently good job. And no surprise, this is a good beer. Yeah, it's a real masterclass in kind of balance. How you can have all those flavors in just the right amount. Yeah. To make it really more. In fact, the more I drink it, the more that sourness starts to become apparent. I had the first sip and it was kind of, yeah, it's nice. And the more you drink it, the more you go, yeah, it's really nice. It, like, it gets better as you keep going. And it's a beer that makes you want to keep drinking more of it. It's definitely one of those, there's not that many of them for me, as beers for me, but it's one of those ones that makes you have a, finish a, a can and go, have I got a second can of that? Yeah, yeah. And that's really, as you say, that's not that many of them. Nope. Um... Yeah, I think it's a really good beer. Um, I'm going to go nine. Nice. Yeah. I did a five-star untapped review yesterday. Ooh. You did a five-star? This is very rare, people. This it's is... a very, very rare. I was at Omnipolo's Hat in Stockholm, near to the Slusen uh, Metro stop. It's a hard life. Yeah, it's my local from where I was staying. And it was called Fanta Morgana. Oh, yes. An Imperial Double. That made me lose my shit. <laughs> I literally took a sip. I think I've had Phantom Morgana. Yeah. At the Omnipolo Tap Takeover at Buxton. Right. Yeah, I do remember. Mm. Followed by the News Mango Smoothie that they've done. Oh, yeah. Which was a 4.75. Oh, we do like we do like Omnipolo. Followed by um, Esperanto, which is their farmhouse Saison, uh, which was only a 4. It's oh, yeah. Disappointing just for that. So then, before I left, I added another Phantom Morgana. <laughs> I was like, that is a beer. That well, is a beer. Since we're talking about what we've been drinking, mm. uh, I have been drinking Ode Bruins, or Flemish Reds, as you call them. So I love um, Duchess de Bourgogne. It's, a, it's one of my all time favourite beers. And I suddenly realised I haven't tried that many other beers in the same style apart from that one, because that's the one you see most Did often. You, but didn't you buy me one of those that was infected once? No. Somebody did, didn't no, they? they? Didn't you buy me an infected beer once, wasn't it? Possibly, one but not one of those. No, no, it was Simon, sorry, yes. Okay. Yeah. He insisted that this, this Belgian beer was going to blow my mind, and he got it in, and I was like, that's revolting. He went, what's wrong with you? He drank it, he went, oh, yeah, that is revolting, and it was infected. Okay. So I, and I, love, I love the old brewing type, that style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've bought myself about five or six different... Old Bruins that I've been drinking my way through, and they have been delicious. Really interesting. 
And it just reminds me just exactly how good the Duchess is as well. Because yeah. it's still probably my favourite so far. I've got a few more to work my way through. But... I know, but it's from Belgium. I mean, All the best beer is for Belgium. Nothing good has ever come out oh, of Belgium. Oh, the best beer is for Belgium. It's the most grey and browny cream country. and the best beer. What more can we ask for? And Belgians. It's from the man from Cannock. There is no... Yeah. I, I went through Brussels Airport on Friday and I hated every second of it. And then I got on the Brussels Aeroplane and hate Brussels Airline Aeroplane. That's because Aeroplane. No, 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 no. It was purely made much worse because it was in Belgium. Anyway, and you are such an if you were a Belgium listener, we don't want you. We do. We he doesn't. doesn't. We, do, we have nothing to do with you at all. Come back. Okay, let's um, yeah. stop wittering, eh? We should drink up and shut up. We're we done. Are done. <laughs>